like I met them and I was just like, wow, I could like see myself marrying you. That's great. And they all been chocolate. And I usually like them light and bright. They ain't all been chocolate, a lot of been chocolate. And I'm a light, bright type of, I mean, I like them all. I've been all over the place. I'm going white next. Listen, sign me up. (laughs) Hopeless romantic. Wow. This just really just blew my mind. I just, I just don't even know. Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. You got Brandy here, Lynn, and Darielle. And we are back. Lynn, we missed you. I missed you guys too. You're always gone. You're always gone. I know. You're gone with the wind. But you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because you're taking care of business. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have been. It ain't been what y'all probably been thinking it's been, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) I actually got a job. Again, where's she going? I actually got a job, (laughs) y'all. I really actually work, so. (laughs) Y'all, we just took this test. and (laughs) (laughs) And my mind is, like, completely blown but you'll hear us talk about it later on in the show don't forget to follow us on our social media our email is take control podcast at gmail.com our twitter is take control pod instagram is take control podcast and our facebook group is take control podcast so we're going to jump right in with the self-care tip this week and my tip this week is clap for yourself um i think a big part of self-care is making sure that You give yourself credit. I feel like a lot of times we're super hard on ourselves. We feel like we're not doing enough. We're not accomplishing enough. We're not where we thought we would be um, at certain ages. And you really just need to take a step back and say, I'm trying. I'm doing the best that I can. I have accomplished certain goals. Some goals I'm still working towards. But that applauds. That needs to be applauded because there's some people out here who just aren't doing anything like at all, you know. So I think that it's very important to give yourself a hand clap and be proud of what you are doing and be proud of the fact that you're still trying. You know, a friend of mine told me that every time we put out a show, we need to celebrate. Mm. Yes. So, I like that. I agree. I like that. I'm big on trying to celebrate life and like even the things that we feel like every day sometimes can be a lot. And you make it through the day and you just got to be like, you know what? You did that, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I know you ain't want to, but you did that. So I agree. Sometimes just clapping for yourself and just, you know, appreciating the growth. I agree. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. on you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this week for hashtag I said what I said. Um... So, I made a tweet, and it says, I understand that everybody can eat, but how many of y'all can honestly say that y'all have a passion for what you're doing? A lot of y'all just see how good others are doing and think it's easy. Y'all don't even love, I mean, sorry. Y'all don't even know what y'all love to do, let's be honest. And, of course, it rubbed people the wrong way because people are always irritated about something. So, what I meant was, You see a lot of people out here that's doing a lot of the same things, which that's perfectly fine. I'm not knocking that. That's do do what you want to do. But I just hate when some people just try to do something just to do it. Like they don't really like it. They Mm -hmm. don't love it. They're not putting the hard work in. Mm -hmm. Like 
Just because you know how to put on makeup doesn't make you a makeup artist. Just because you know how to cook doesn't mean you're a chef. Doesn't mean you should sell dinners. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. have some passion about what you're doing. Like, people just do stuff and just automatically, like, oh, yeah, they think they can take off and make money from it. Like, I want you to like what you do. Like, yeah, make money, but like what you do because it's going to make you put in the work and put in the time and the effort to better your craft. Like, people just be half-assing shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm over it. I think you gave a good example. Like people opening daycares and they don't like kids. Yeah, that you know? was too. <laughs> that, that was, you don't that even was, like kids. That was a yeah. big one because it's like, all right, like that's real. And that there's a our- difference between being a babysitter and act, an actual provider. Like there is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like y'all don't see the the stuff behind the scenes, the hard work and the ups and downs that people are going through to get where they are and why they're successful. Like y'all just doing something because y'all think it comes easy. Like, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. No debate for me. (laughs) You said what you said. I said what I said. (laughs) Our hashtag take control is on Lynn today. Yeah. Just want to take control of your happiness. I I came in and I was kind of you know bitching and crying. I'm like you can <laughs> you can get certain things, you can meet certain levels. You have this list of all the things that you want: new car, new job, new man, all these things. But it really, I feel like none of that matters if you're not happy. So you really have to take control of your happiness. If something is chaotic or toxic in your life, don't be afraid to give it the boot. Mm-hmm. And that is so hard. You think it would be the easiest thing to do. Like, that's the logical thing to do is to just cut the shit out. It's cancerous. It's bad for you. But, you know, sometimes it would be a little bit harder than usual. But just take control of your happiness. Don't be afraid to stop doing something or leave a situation if it does not make you happy. Because that's what life is about, to me, mm-hmm. is being happy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I think the point that you made when we were talking earlier, like people get all of the things that they want and then they're still mm-hmm. not happy, even with the things that mm-hmm. they have. It's just like, I think sometimes you really got to sit and think about what happiness looks like for you. Because mm-hmm. yes. you can get all of the money and mm-hmm. accolades and mm-hmm. whatever, and it's still you still feel like, like shit. I don't feel good. Right. Like I just don't feel good about it. So And that's so crazy. Yeah. Cause it's like you will like it, it's literally so crazy. Like I, I prayed there's some things that I really prayed and I wanted and I got them. And I'm like, okay, what's next? So I feel like happiness is like it's a feeling. You yeah. can't attach it to any person or material anything. It's a feeling. And once you feel it, you know it and just do the things that make you happy. I agree. So Lynn came in and she told us about this tweet. Um, <laughs> and my mind is just blown oh, because we starting the show. <laughs> I just, I just, she just said that I'm. I don't need an emotional attachment to be in a successful relationship, and I just don't even know what to do with that information. So I just want Lynn to talk about this tweet before we just get into this conversation because I'm just I'm shocked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Um, this is tweet, and I love her. Her name is Kime Tube. Um, she's really super dope. She has a lot of good um, topics and information revolving around African American women. So her tweet, um, which it was a retweet. Um, so the original tweet that she retweeted, she said there is a difference. The another person said 
to her. There is a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone when it comes to your spouse. What's your thoughts on that? And what's the difference between being in love and infatuation? So they're asking Kime this question. And Kime just says flat out, that subject doesn't interest me. <laughs> I'm an INTJ, which is her personality type. And we're just not, quote unquote, emo like that. Um, topics focus focusing on how parents work and strategize together to raise well-rounded children and break generational curses um, catches my attention. I don't believe in soulmates and love comes easy for me. So then she goes on to say this as well. I've said it countless times on this platform. Quote unquote love for any human being, including but ex- uh, especially romantic partners, isn't difficult for me. Um, you just have to be interesting, in parentheses, curious, formally educated, financially thriving, and not annoying. Those were my basic qualifications. And she says, as in past tense, because she's now married to her husband of like 13 years. And I saw this tweet and I'm talking to Brandy. We're just talking. You know, we had a really good conversation before we got here, like a two hour conversation. And I'm just like, I want to be like that. I wish I could just be like, as long as you're educated, got money and um, not annoying. Let's get married. I could have been married. A thousand times over by now. <laughs> I could have had I could have had all the uh the the brother husbands in the world. <laughs> and then we look at Brandy and I'm like, somehow, somewhere we're like The first thing I said was <laughs> that just sounds so robotic. Like yes. are you ha- like are you happy? Right. That was my first thing. So then Lynn says, There's a test. Take the test. So we sit here, <laughs> we all take the test. Mm-hmm. 12 minutes or less because you can't think too much about the questions. Right. And my results, I'm the same personality type as her. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wait, like, Dario's like, no. She was like, you're offensive, basically. You're rude. Like, stubborn. I'm like, what? So I'm just in complete shock that. This is me. And Lynn's like, no, I don't think you need an emotional attachment and you just need to face it. Like, you haven't come to grips with that yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas me and Darielle's was like, emotion, emotion, emotional. We need a soulmate. We need a yeah. flame. We need to feel like, um, you know, God created you for me. <laughs> yeah. And like, he had you in mind. Like, we're like, lovey, 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 lovey. And Brandy is more of a black and white and person. makes sense. It and I wish, because yes. me and Darielle will be in a relationship and people are like, what the fuck, make it make sense. Uh, <laughs> the nigga got 20 years of life. Y'all just started dating. <laughs> I think he's still married to his ex-wife, but they about to get Like, but to us, we're like, but he like lights my world on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, bitch. And he kills people too. <laughs> but we're like, but no, like... He's my soulmate. Like, he makes me feel, whereas Brandy wouldn't even look anyone's way or allow herself to get tangled up in the hot messes that maybe me and Darielle were like, but that's my soulmate. Yeah. And I'm like, I would rather be like that. I would rather be able to say, I need these things. Check this off. Because being emotionally driven is so exhausting. It is ridiculously exhausting. 
but when you get that love that you like it is like almost like a drug it's like a high that you've never experienced but it's like what you got to go through a lot to experience that high and you may never feel that high and then we go chasing that high and there's chances are we may not feel it when we can just get with someone that it makes sense we're gonna live a happy good life amen yeah i just I don't know. I, I do not know. Like, I just feel like, okay. Like, but you I said mean, when, you put it, when you put it to those extremes, it's like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Like, that don't. that's not even, it don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I get it in that form, but it's like, okay, maybe I need to tap into what's the the connection that I need. Like, I know mm-hmm. I need an emotional connection of some sorts, mm-hmm. but it does, I don't have to be Manly led. in love. Right. Manly in love or led by my emotions. Yeah. Yes. You're not. And then yeah. Lynn was like, I've seen you in a previous relationship and I just knew mm-hmm. you weren't madly in love with that person. And it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But is that bad? <laughs> like, I think that's dope. But you don't need to be like that. And ours would be dope, too, if we were, like, sitting here as married women to our soulmates. <laughs> that would be dope, you know, because we like, y'all... This is amazing. I hate being so emotional because it just, you be all over the place. Mm -hmm. It just seems so harsh. Like, especially when Dario was like, I don't remember exactly what you said when we were reading the test, but you said Mm -hmm. I was something outside of like being rude. It was something else. Um... I don't remember, but I was just like, I don't feel like I'm that. Was it offensive? Offensive. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I ever try to offend anybody. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. I like, don't think you do it on purpose, and I don't think you know that you do it, but it may come off like that to a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But that's because you're very black and white. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you so don't, when maybe you communicate. Maybe to an emotional person, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I just don't want to be rude. Like, no. To an emotional person. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have okay. two emotional people, so. <laughs> like, you know, you're very black and white. Yeah. So, like, whereas, like, we're probably not as black as white. So I'm going to do like a lot of flowerly language when I talk to somebody and I'm going to be extremely expressive and I'm going to try to be like, keep the other person's feelings in mind. Whereas you, you're not, you're not going to keep anybody's like, I'm, if I'm communicating with somebody and I know they've been through X, Y, and Z, I'm going to try to like tailor it to where I'm not offensive. Whereas you're just going to say, I don't give a fuck. You've been through X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. That's stupid as hell. Yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> I'm going to work just on that. Just like how that, we be like, we probably can't leave somebody in love. You be like, fuck that nigga. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. because. And I used to think it was because of the people that you're dating. I'm like, well, maybe she just doesn't allow herself to date. Like, she just hasn't dated someone that has brought that out to you. But I don't think you're even allowing, you wouldn't even allow yourself to to date someone that would disrupt my peace. At this point, mm-hmm. like at this point, no, I wouldn't date anybody that's going to come and disrupt my peace. Mm-hmm. I have in the past. So maybe so like that is what changed and got me to this place. But we've dated people that's disrupted our peace and we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> if we feel some soulmate vibes, come yes. <laughs> fuck no, it up. This don't be a good story. We live like, you know, like, I don't know. I would I would so much more prefer like I I would love to read a book on how to be less emotional and to be and I've Googled it before, like how can I be less emotionally detached? <laughs> and I've been like in my late night hours, like, how do you emotionally detach? How can I be less emotional? But I'm just such an I I can't help it. 
like you yeah. can't. I can't. Like I wish. Like I want to raise kids to not be emotional. So now, now my next my level. Already so- <laughs> <laughs> now my next level is like okay. Well, if I gotta live this life, I don't want to put this on my babies. <laughs> like, I raise some people that don't give a fuck about nothing else but themselves. Yeah. Damn. I. You just have to accept it. And it's it's okay. So. It's not wrong. Everybody's different. This is just yeah. who you are, and you just have to embrace it. That is, that is, my mind is really like that's wild, right? Like you're really a fucked up person for real. Like, may, am I a sociopath? You're Does not a me? fucked up person. No, you're not a sociopath because you okay. don't use people. No, and I you're don't. not gonna go out your way to be charming to anybody because you don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. And you're not that like you don't care. True. So no. Okay. It's well, okay. <laughs> you should. I'm gonna start. You should start reading her tweets and stuff because you guys can probably like relate a lot and you can try to figure out what it is that you need in a relationship. Um, whereas me and Darielle will date someone that's a, a negative five on a scale of one to ten <laughs> if we feel like that's our soulmate. But you're not even entertaining somebody that is not physically attractive. We will meet someone who is ugly and they, and, no, <laughs> and they like, will be the finest they will be the finest man because we It's about emotion. It's about emotion. Okay. And a guy has to look nice because that makes sense to you. Like Yeah. Looking we, nice we don't, don't make sense man. to me. Like I don't care. As like, long as I love you, I don't he's care fine what as you hell. Look like. like and I don't know he ain't gonna track like our kids might not come out like all like that. But <laughs> But he's fine and this is my husband and like I'm this is where I'm at. Cause he's my soulmate. His little ugly ass. <laughs> okay. Well, while we were speaking about love and emotions, Valentine's Day. Y'all never heard of that? I, I mean, like I was I did like, did yesterday. you mean Valentine's Day? <laughs> okay, I don't... This is my first year hearing about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's new. But basically, Valentine's Day is celebrated the day before Valentine's Day. And it's when females go out and celebrate with their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I think that's dope. It is. I think that's dope. Because a lot of times when you're single, you feel like on Valentine's Day, you're like, wow... I'm really fucking single, but it's good to have that, you know, because it's about love at the end of the day, mm-hmm. whether yeah. it's a friendship or your family or whatever. Just go out and enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely celebrated on accident, but I went out with my <laughs> sisters and the kids came because I had no choice. Anyway, so, you know, I was telling my son, like, you know what? We're all going to go out to dinner and y'all will be my dates. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> He was like, a 20-year-old is not supposed to date a 7-year-old. You can go to jail. <laughs> I'm like, son. At least he knows that. Right. I'm like, I mean, you're, although you're right, I'm like, this is different. We're not dating. We're going out to eat as a date. You can go on a date with your friends, yeah. your parents, anybody. Yeah, like, it's just a yeah. date. Yeah. It's a hangout. Yeah. He was like, I mean, that's still weird, but okay. So he was already looking like mom. Yeah, and he pissed me off. And he was like, I'm sorry. I'll be your date. <laughs> too late <laughs> take it back <laughs> but yeah so that's the new wave yeah so in the spirit of valentine's day and gift giving and i think before i get to that i think valentine's day is a good idea i think we made a point last week when we said just celebrate who loves you regardless mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be romantic or whatever the case um but on the wave of gift giving teaching our kids to buy gifts at an early age do we think that that's important like for holidays or you know what i got to thinking 
And, you know, I went out and I'm like, oh, I want to get them cards and stuff for their classmates, blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, I'm like, I'm not with this shit. Because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. how I feel as an adult feeling obligated to buy everybody stuff around like Christmas and birthdays mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, we're literally teaching our kids to do this. So mm-hmm. now as they get older, they're going to grow up and they're going to be my age. And I'm like, this is stressful as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I want them, I'm trying to get them to understand that it's not all about the gifts. Because they get to a point where they're like, where's my gift? Or... Mm-hmm. This all I got. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want them to be appreciative. Like, mm-hmm. I want them to be thankful for the people around them and not just think, oh, because it's a holiday or my birthday, I got to get a gift. Mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot because I feel like a lot of times we think that what someone gives us or what someone can do for us equates to love. Mm-hmm. And like that is can be a slippery slope when you're when as you get older and people will give you gifts but they're not loving you you know they'll like they'll just be like they'll be able to especially as women you know we'll date men who can do so much for you Mm -hmm. spend money on you give you gifts but they don't love you like we can't have that equal love so i think that's a really good idea um and i don't like people that are like super like big on like gift gift gifts like because I feel like that's, like, a materialistic way to show it. Like, yeah. if I can't show it through other ways, then is it really real? So, but I think it's like, a, but at the same time, it is a nice gesture. It, it shouldn't is, be an expected is. or yeah. a requirement. Yeah. I think it should be whatever is laid on your heart to do. It definitely just made me feel like I don't, I just don't even know if I want my kids to participate in this type of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know that schools make it a point, but it's just like, no, my kids aren't doing this. They're not bringing y'all cards. They're not bringing y'all candy. Like, that's just how I feel. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm thinking too deep. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because, like, growing up, like, my family and my parents were, like, so materialistic. Like, that's one thing that they were good at was Mm -hmm. giving you big, extravagant extravagant gifts or giving you a lot of money and now that I'm older I'm like damn I really lacked a lot of emotional support and a lot of love because we don't really do the hugging type of stuff I mean we do now that I'm older but as a kid like I don't remember getting a lot of hugs or us having talks or us just connecting emotionally it was just like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. here you go yeah Yeah. and I think that is yeah the whole materialistic thing is can be like it doesn't feel genuine and real like I would rather someone give me a gift just because they saw something and they thought Mm -hmm. about me versus I have to give you a gift because it is on this day yeah Yeah. you know what that's so it's weird how like you just said something that made me think about how I am when it comes to gifts like I remember when I was like 13 I, I don't remember exactly what was going on with my mom but Christmas wasn't as big when I turned 13 and so she I remember her asking Um, My sister and I, she was like, give me two things that you guys really want. And I think maybe she was just falling on some struggles financially at that time. So she got us the two things that we really wanted. And then that was all we got for Christmas versus Mm -hmm. up until 13, we used to have all kinds of gifts. Mm -hmm. So now as an adult, I'm the type of person where I'm not big on gift giving. Like I... I don't make it a point to be like, I'm going to go spend X amount of dollars. Like, I'll ask you what you want, Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm going to go get. Mm -hmm. That's crazy when you think about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I try to, like, when I do my gift giving, I try to be thoughtful in it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want it to matter outside of just the materialistic part Mm -hmm. of it. Yes. That's so weird. I never even thought about it until just now. And And I'm like how my family was to me. Like, 
I don't know how to show my love, but I will buy somebody's shit to, if it's my last dollar. Like, mm, I yeah. got you. And it's not enough. Mm-mm, like, yeah. and to me, I'm like, well, it's always, I've done this for you. I've got you this. I've got you that. Why is that not enough? And I just realized that's what happened to me as a kid. So mm-hmm. now I do it to other people. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Lynn, you mentioned um, gifts shouldn't be a requirement, like in relationships. It's nice to do, but it shouldn't be a requirement. So I was listening to the Casey crew and DJ Envy. I always listen to them. But DJ Envy and his wife was talking about compliments. Mm -hmm. And so I put on um, our list, is it a requirement for somebody to compliment you? Is it a necessity in your relationship? Mm -hmm. And what she was saying in the podcast was she felt like when they were dating, when they were in college – he purposely did not pay her compliments. Like, she would get dressed up to go out or whatever the case may be, and he purposely would not tell her that she looked nice or, you know, her hair was done or whatever the case may be, and she felt like he used it as a way to try to take her self-esteem down a little bit because he, mm-hmm. he even said that he was very jealous when they were dating. Like, he always thought... She was doing something. It was his guilty conscience. Like, he would pop up at restaurants. He would pop up. where it, Like, he would just text her, like, hey, what you doing? She'd mm-hmm. be out with her friends. And then he would just pop up just to make sure that she was there. So it got my mind thinking, like, are compliments a necessity for you in a relationship for somebody to tell you you look nice? And do you feel like somebody may try to use that as a way to control you? Hmm. I think yes, because... I remember in when I was in a quote-unquote abusive relationship, toxic, whatever you want to call it, um, it really ruined my self-esteem because he used to, like, compliment on stuff and just say, like, I don't like that or that's ugly, like, your hair is ugly mm. and just shit like that. So now it's like when I, when I started to look at myself in the mirror, I started to hate this, the stuff about myself that he would say that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I think it really ruined my self-esteem for years. Like, even to this day, I still be like, mm, I can fix this, I, I can fix that. But I don't know, it kind of grew for me to learn to love myself, for me to not let it bother me as mm-hmm. much. Mm. That's, yeah, and see, I do feel like sometimes guys do that. Like, they do want you to be insecure about yourself, and they will, mm-hmm. like, hold back on compliments, or they'll only say that, and I'm really big on, like, if you're going to say the negative things, the things that you have an issue with me, you have to say the positive, too. Like, mm-hmm. you just can't be just negative center. Like, when I do a good job, I need you to say that, too, if you want to be vocal about the things you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as compliments, I feel like I need <clears throat> compliments, but I want them to be genuine. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've ever dated a guy or kicked it, dealt with a guy, and, like, he always complimented you 24-7 to the point where you almost become, like, numb to it because it's always happening. Like, it, they seem, it seems less genuine and less sincere when you compliment me 24-7. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I like it to be, like... I like it to be genuine, and maybe he does think every day you look good. And I mean, that's dope. But it's, like, <laughs> let's, like, you know, find a way to, like make it to where it's sincere and it's genuine. Like, I'm the type of person, like, if I'm dealing with you, or even if I'm your friend or anything, like, I see you and your hair looks like, I'm going to say, oh, I like your hair. Or I see you got your hair cut. Or, okay, you look good. You know, like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Because it makes someone feel good, especially when it's coming from someone that you care about. Mm -hmm. Right. It's funny because I would have said no compliments weren't a necessity at one point. And then I remember I was in this relationship and... 
I was going out with my friends and we were kind of in that space like where we wasn't doing stuff as much. So I really had no reason to get done up or anything like that. So me and my friends were going to this concert. So I got real cute, got dressed up, you know, and I was walking out the house and he just kind of brushed me off. And I remember thinking about it on the way to the concert, like, this nigga didn't tell me I look, like, mm-hmm. I don't never get dressed no more. Right. And right. he didn't say nothing. And I felt a way about it getting all the way to the concert. Like, That's crazy. And so another point that she was making in a situation like that, does it make you seek attention from other people? Like, do you start, if your man isn't telling you that you look nice, but then you start hearing it from other guys, does that kind of take your attention away from your man? Because somebody else mm-hmm. is telling you, know, she was like, you know, I um, I should have just communicated with you because she said she got to a point where she was just like, it's his problem to fix. Instead of just saying like, why don't you compliment me or I wish you would compliment me more. She just pretty much accepted the attention she was getting from other guys. It was it was crazy. It was crazy That's to listen because it took me to a place like thinking about things like, mm-hmm. damn, like. Mm-hmm. I think it can distract somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you're getting something that you want elsewhere right. or that you need. But then I, I have a funny feeling or like a funny philosophy, I guess, about telling people what I want them to do because then it just feels forced. Yeah. yeah. It's like I should not have to tell you. You like, know, like because me telling you now doesn't seem like you want to want do to it. to do it. You're doing it to appease me, so it's not genuine. So I hate that, but it's like you gotta be, commu- you, but you gotta mm, communicate. But it's you like, have to because some people don't know. Like some, some people don't people, know, even though they should, they just don't. And know. And you're right, yeah, because maybe the last person they dealt with didn't need X Y Z. Like I had to tell someone before, like every time you leave me, you need to say bye and give me like a like that to me is like mm-hmm. common right. sense. But if you never, if you've been in all relationships where all you got to do is just walk up the house, like, and it's, and it's different. So, I don't know. Compliment. Compliment your significant other. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's really simple. Just make sure it's genuine. And it don't got to be every day. <laughs> but compliment. Pay attention. They get their eyebrows like, okay, eyebrows, I see. You know something. It, 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 makes, it, it makes a world of a difference. I agree. So I have a question that I want to pose for you guys. So let's say you meet a guy and he asks you out on a date, but he was open and honest that he took his ex out for Valentine's Day. Would you still go on the date? He taking us both out on Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> so he oh. he planned to take you out on a date. Mm-hmm. Y'all weren't going out on Valentine's Day. And then y'all happened to have a conversation you know, how was your Valentine's Day? And he was like, oh, well, I just, I took my ex out. Would mm-hmm. you still go on a date? Mm-hmm. I would. And it's just a date, right? It's not like... Right, it's literally like a first date. Yeah. I appreciate honesty. I This is my biggest fear is dealing with somebody and I don't know them. And they have all these skeletons and secrets. Like, that is, like, a really big fear of mine. So when Mm -hmm. someone can, like, step out and be honest, I try to be as receptive and understanding and accepting of that because I want to cultivate and foster relationships where they feel like they can always be honest, even on things that could be taboo, like that. Yeah. Because nice, I said, girl, like, you took your ex out on that day? So then 
say hypothetically I still go on this date with you, right? Yeah. And I just chewed you out for telling me that you took your ex on a date. Next time it comes around to something else, you may not be as honest because you're afraid of the backlash. So mm-hmm. I like to always cultivate a relationship where I'm not going to like drop my jaw when you tell me some off the wall shit. Because I want you to still be able to tell me shit because I want to know. What's going on? <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm confused. So is it somebody I just met? Yeah, somebody you oh, just met. Oh, then I, who cares? Okay. Mm-hmm. So my coworker, this was a conversation between my coworker and myself. And she was telling me, in my first time, I was like, no. Why would you go for what? That's like, what I was thinking. That's why I was like, go for what? Because obviously you're still, like, you're still dealing with your ex in some sort. So why are you even asking me out on a date? I can respect the honesty, Mm-hmm. But then again, that's one of those things that caused me to question, like, I guess that that black and white shit that y'all just said I was. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't go because, I mean, obviously you're still involved with your ex. And then my other coworker was just basically like, I mean, it's just dinner. Like, if you have no expectations um, and it's literally just dinner, conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just dinner. Why and- not go? And the thing about it is, like, a lot of people are still dealing with somebody in their past. When you meet Mm -hmm. someone, it is rare that you meet someone and they are a thousand percent single, single. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just that he was just open enough and honest to tell her. Like, I can appreciate the honest. I think that's what my main thing was. My main thing is, like, I appreciate the honest. Because who... Who don't you who who is really completely a thousand percent emotionally detached and single, single? It's few and far between. It's possible, but you know. Yeah. So do you think that a a date, I guess, so to speak, can still blossom into a relationship even if it starts out messy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. From experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Do you think it's it's a situation where it Well, yeah, I agree that it can be. Do you think that some of the things that you've seen in the beginning also will be issues in a relationship? I think, I mean, you just kind of have to be open and willing to, like, move past the the whatever y'all went through. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to learn to trust that person and be, and be ready to move on. Like, I know for me, I think when I was in that situation, even though I decided to continue to move forward with this person, I don't think I was mature enough to be like, all right, I forgive you. Let's move on. I want to still trust you. You know what I'm saying? I think I was still in the relationship. I'm like, but I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm insecure. Now I got to check your phone all the time. And mm-hmm. it's just like, if you're going to move forward, you can't be doing all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, in the first few months of a relationship, I think that's where I would give a pass versus we a year in, two years in. Because in the beginning, when you get into a relationship, I mean, you just kind of like, let's see where this goes. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. It ain't like on some, this is where it's at for, I want to be for the rest of my life. Now, if it's messy shit towards the middle and the end, then I'm like, all right. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's almost to be expected. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So in the spirit of moving on, we've seen that Cardi B has decided to stay with Offset. <laughs> and he went up on stage with her at the Grammys to win Best Rap Album. I thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's That's... upset. Hmm. I, I've heard people upset that she won the Best Rap Album. And upset that he was on stage with her. They were like, uh, he should have walked her to the steps and <laughs> went on about his business. Are we upset that, first of all, are we upset that she won the award? No, because I love her. I'm not upset. I'm happy for her. 
But it didn't make sense to why she won. To me. Mm-hmm. Who was Compared she up against? Compared to the other, uh, Pusha T. Okay. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Um, Travis Scott. And okay. then Mac Miller. Okay. Okay. I was about to say, I don't, I didn't remember all of the yeah. people. So she was the only female. Mm-hmm. And she is the first female actually to win Best Rap Album. Yeah. So solo. that's dope yeah. to me in that I didn't, I can't remember listening to any of those albums from beginning to end except for her album. So I can't really. I to a couple of them. So I can't really say like which one was, yeah. you know, better. But um, I mean, I think maybe, I'm not mad. I don't think I expected her to win. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but I didn't expect that to play out fair anyway. I really thought Mac Miller was going to win. Not that his album wasn't great. I didn't listen to it, but I heard good things. Mm-hmm. But I expected him to win because, of you know. But, yeah, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. I mean. I mean, where was Drake? <laughs> what did Drake win? He won something. So, um, Something about best rap song or some shit. Oh, his whole album. Okay, that's why he did put out an album. He did put out an album. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah, I mean, as far as music goes, I feel like Grammy. I feel I feel like everyone, these big, you know, industries and these big companies, like they're smart. Giving her the album of the year was smart for them because it just pushes, you know, Grammy to like, you know, the forefront and people now want to watch. And now it, it's all about I feel like ratings and numbers really more yeah. than what really was the best album. Yeah. As far as Offset taking his ass on that motherfucking stage. <laughs> I feel like Cardi B is now bigger than Offset. Mm. And now he is playing major damage control because he realizes he ain't the star in the relationship. Mm. He was once the star, which is hard. Like, I feel like, like initially, like how Beyonce and Jay-Z, like Jay-Z was initially the star in the relationship, right? So when you're the star... When you're the star player, you low-key can get away and do shit that the other player can't, you know? Yeah. Because they're the star. So they can low-key smell themselves. They can act the asshole. They can, because they're the one. But now it's shifting, and now Cardi B's the one. So now, he needs to follow Jay-Z, because Jay-Z walk a tight rope. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jay-Z is basically like Beyonce's little peon. Wow. You know, like, you go from being the nigga that tells the little nigga, like, hey, I want this from the store. And now she's like, can you go grab, grab me that? I need to, you know. You know, like, it's a shift of power, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. So, and I think Offset, as everyone else, he sees that. Yeah. So I've now, seen, I've seen somebody say that he shouldn't have went up there because now if she looked back 10 years from now. That moment is ruined because now the the nigga that played you that you're not with no more is on stage with you while you get your Grammy. So like they're saying they're like saying they're, not, they're not gonna make it right. See, my thing was, and I don't know what they're doing behind closed doors. He could be doing everything right, but it's like I kind of need you to earn. But I guess it goes back to that real forgiveness and not holding something against people. But it's like. Yeah, I took you back, but I kind of need you to work for this. You didn't so, deserve like, to share that. Moment. And I feel like just outside of their relationship, Cardi, that moment for her needed to just be that moment for her. Mm. Um, and I, him walking her up would have been perfect. She accepted her award. I think that that is a moment she could have shared. Did she tell him to come up? 
I honestly I do not know. remember. But see, we don't know. Like he could, it could have been like, "Hey, baby, if I and make it," she probably it, did tell him to come. I up hope knowing. so. Now, if he just went up on his own, it to me, it gives me like this is going to be issues down the line. Yeah, because it almost is like you're not letting her shine. Yeah. And that, like, when he was hopping in all the pictures and doing that, it's starting to give me, like, he's going to end up being a little jealous, a little insecurity. <laughs> like, I, I'm starting to see that because a lot of guys can't handle when your woman's when your woman, yeah. yeah. A lot of men just cannot handle that. Yeah. A lot of immature men. And he's still young. No, so. they are young as hell. They're young, no, young. They're young, young. 25? Like, 20, Cardi B's 25. Yeah, and I think he's like 24, 25, 26. Like, they're young. So, I wish she would have took her daughter up there. Was she at the awards? No. Oh. As far as her winning the award, to be honest, I did not listen to Nipsey Hussle's album. I kept saying I was going to. I didn't. But Shati's album was really, really good. I didn't listen to the other ones. I think that I celebrate Cardi winning because we've seen her glow. You know what I mean? Like, where she started, if you watched her before she was on Love & Hip Hop, to see her do Love and Hip Hop, to see her stop that, put out a good album, mm-hmm. and then win a Grammy, I think it's dope. Um, I just women. want her to stop feeling the need to address everybody yeah. who has something negative to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just who she is. Yeah, it and is. And she has to, like, because the bigger you get, I think maybe, well, I don't know, because I thought that, but she keeps getting bigger. She keeps on addressing everybody. <laughs> I'm starting to think like that's just who she is. But you know what? What I can appreciate is she is Cardi. Cardi's going Cardi. That is, it's not like, I think like she's being someone that she's not. This is who she is. And I think a lot of people love that. And you know what's so funny? People thought the whole thing with her and Nicki Minaj was going to ruin her career. She got the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. She just won a Grammy. They it's just getting up and up. No. Because that's who you are. Yeah, it's what works for her. Her being herself works for her. Mm-hmm. I really wish she would tone the ghetto down, but that's that's who, who she, she is. is. <laughs> but it's, and I think people really and to to be honest, I feel like she has toned it. Down. <laughs> that's uh. the wild thing about it because her old videos, she was like, she was really Crazy. explicit. Yeah. So like in her mind, she probably like, yeah, I'm really toning it down. <laughs> but everybody else, like, you could come down a few more notches. Yeah. But yeah, I love Cardi. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So. Did y'all see this post? Gucci Man bought Keisha a new ring. Um, but they are saying that he has a son with autism that he does not properly take care of. The child and the mother are living um, on Section 8 mm-hmm. and receiving welfare. And I believe she has taken him to court uh, about this. So how do we feel about that? Shady, shady, shady. I don't know how to feel because I feel like, no, this is how I feel. I think it pisses me off when, I don't even want to say dads because there are some amazing dads. So I'll just say when one parent is out here catching flights and, you know, doing all this lovely extravagant shit while the other parent is going through hell with the child. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it should be equal. Like, where are you at? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Because all I see is you buying your wife this and that. Like, where are you at with my with my, with my my son? Like, you should be here dealing with the shit that I'm dealing with, too. It shouldn't just be me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I think it's ridiculously unfair. Yeah. 
Um, and I think sometimes if as a parent, they can cause even some sort of resentment if you're not like, you know, if you're not able to process through that. Because why do I have to live this life where I'm living in Section 8 and I have to be with this child 24-7 and I can't, so this is all what I'm hearing is like she can't work she mm-hmm. because um, he has like severe like autism. autism. He's a runner. He's a runner. So like I don't know what, because me and Brain was talking like we know like financially there's some definitely some insurance like Medicaid should be covering that but I'm assuming maybe she just feels like she doesn't trust it. Maybe he's ran off on another aid before so she's like no I'm gonna just be with him like I'm gonna dedicate my life to him and that's so unfair because you see him popping out popping up like I feel like if you live that if all these things are true you truly cannot live a blessed life I agree you know like cause that that's that's foul that's 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 definitely Mm -hmm. that's that's messed up yeah you know like all this money that he's flaunting and there's so over the top with it. They are, and very I think over that would top. be a little bit different. It's one thing that he has money, but they are like it was like a thirty-four carat ring. Like to me, I don't know. I ain't never met a man that gave me thirty-four carat ring, but I was not impressed by that. <laughs> like it's it looked, huge. it looked unrealistic. Super big, yeah. It looked like it didn't even. It looked gaudy. Like they're gaudy and they're so flamboyant that it's almost like a smack in the face. Because it's yeah. like here I am living in Section Eight housing. And I had put my life on the line. And this is a child that is your child, obviously, because he's already paying child support for this child. So they've already did the DNA test and not like any question to it. And I believe he's paying $2,000 a month. Yeah, I I was asking if this was the same child around the time that the wedding special came out. There was uh, reports going around that she was taking him for more child support because she wasn't, I think it was $2,000 that she was getting or something like that. And I didn't know at the time that this was an autistic child, but that's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. And I'm sure you're taking care of Keisha's kids. Right. But then I was thinking there's a question about But then they, they, yeah, I was about to say they question about whether she is doing the right thing by her own kids. But I don't think, I think it's. And people like that link up. Cause I'm thinking like, if I'm dating, if I'm married to a man and I know you have this autistic child, you think I'm gonna just. Like, I'm not. If anything, we get in custody of the kid and we're going to send him to the best of best schools. We're going to, like, make sure right. that he has the best opportunity. Like, but I'm just not going to sit by and be yeah. like, it's cool. You only give him to, like, that. As a woman, and I don't know what their question, their their daily interactions are, their conversations, but as a woman, as a mother, that's fucked up to me. I'm not letting my, I'm not letting it slide. Yeah. And just sending and just paying two thousand dollars in child support is not enough. Like time. Was, time. Yeah. Time. How about you get I would rather you get this child for the summers or half the like, you know, it's not the money, it it's the time. I but. mean, honestly, in this situation, two thousand dollars is not enough to care it's for an autistic enough. child. No. It's just not. I'm no, sorry. Cause she can't even work. Yeah, because she can't if she can't work if she spend if she has to be around him providing round the clock care, she can't work. So no, it's not enough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It made me feel a way. It's not right. If it is the case, I hope that he does right by her and the child or the courts make him do otherwise. Um, Speaking of parenting, would you guys let your 13-year-old daughter attend her friend, same age, baby shower? I don't know if this was a real thing. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I seen a picture. I don't know okay. the age. The girl was did look she really real young. So I don't know if she wasn't thirteen, then she wasn't too far. At the oldest, probably sixteen, because she looked young. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That's tough. It's just like I you don't want your child to see something and think it's okay. Because if you're my child, you're not having no fucking baby shower at thirteen. I'm not giving my 13-year-old a baby shower. I, I hope my 13-year-old don't have a kid, period. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying, if that was the case, I'm not throwing you a baby shower. Drop your gifts off at the house and go on. Like, that's, no, no. I'm saying no. I struggle with the question. Um, As far as the friend part of it is concerned, I don't even think I thought about the actual pregnant 13-year-old. Um, Because... I would want my child to know that regardless of their whatever friends or excuse me, whatever decisions their friends make, you have to make decisions for yourself. So even if I was to allow my child to go to the baby shower, I just hope that I have instilled in her the knowledge that just because your friends jump off a bridge don't mean you need to jump off the bridge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I would hope Mm -hmm. as a parent that I have done right by my child for them to know that it's not necessarily the best thing. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the child being 13 and pregnant, it just takes my mind to so many places, like where you just having sex. Did something happen to you? Does it make me a bad parent for not celebrating? Mm-hmm. Like, am I secretly shaming the fact that you're pregnant? Like, mm-hmm. although I don't want to reinforce a child is still a blessing, it should be celebrated in a sense, but I understand you are 13, so I just struggle with that. I just don't really know, mm-hmm. like... It could be celebrated without a baby shower. Yeah. Yeah. It can be it can be celebrated without a baby shower. Um I think I, I would I don't know. If I if my child would go, I'm attending with my child and we are going to have a a conversation. We're gonna talk. Like, yes, we just went to your friend. First of all, because some people would be like, my my child can't even have a friend that is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they, yeah. some people would cut it off right there at that. I, if we're gonna go, we're gonna go. We're gonna get a gift, and we're gonna have a long conversation on the ride to and from. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about why this is something that we're gonna talk about the struggles. Unfortunately, that this that your friend that's thirteen that decided to have unprotected sex. And have this child, we're going to talk about all the possibilities and the struggles. We're going to talk about, do we even know if this child, like, this child isn't done with school? Like, what what type of life do you think she Are is able to have? Are you even in high school? Like, you're not even in high no, school. you're not. I was like, can we really for sure say that the child's father is going to be around? Like, we're going to literally have a conversation because I feel like I can't shelter you from life. Like, if you, you have this friend that is 13 and she's that pregnant. That was my thing. You're going to know. You're, I mean, that's already, like, mm-hmm. you already now know what's going on if this is your friend and she's pregnant. So yeah. you already know. So now, if, I, if anything I'm going to shelter you from, that would have been what I wanted to keep you away from. But now you know. So us going to the baby shower, we're just going to talk about it. We're going to we're gonna process this. And, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to want my child to be able to tell me when they're having when they do have sex so I can be able to perform. So I, I'm I'm always fearful of shaming too much in front of my child because if this happens to my child, I want them to be able to have that open conversation with me. So Yeah, I'm not shaming or telling you not to be friends with the person. I just don't think we would go. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. I'm not even against that. Like I said, I don't 
that's one of them questions where it's just like, I don't even want kids. And I, I just don't even have to deal with it. Like, <laughs> right. Because then you don't even <laughs> got to know. I don't even have to worry about it. If my son bring home a kid too, too soon, I don't <sighs> even know how to feel. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Because then it makes me think, like, how would I how would I act during the whole pregnancy as the parent? Like, would I just be upset? Would I make it vocal that I'm upset? Would I try to make it an easy transition? Like, it's just too much for my mind to wrap around, so I'm just not going to have kids. Then I don't have to worry about it. If my 13-year-old. And, I, and it's so crazy because kids are... And the thing is, they're on their own. Like, you could teach a child this, you could do that, they but at the end of the day, right. they're going to do what they want to do, so it doesn't matter. Like, I just, I didn't have a kid at 13, not because of what my parents taught me. It just wasn't who I was as a person at that age. Exactly. Day. You get the and a it's certain so personality type. Yeah, like, like, although it was happening then, us at 13 versus kids now at 13 is mm-hmm. so different. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. I've seen mm-hmm. strict parents. You ain't allowed to lead a house. You ain't do the they, the kids still. People are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. So that's hard. I don't even know. I it's think really that hard. now that you say that, I need to stop being so hard on myself as a parent because I'm like, I'll be teaching my kids mm. so much and they will go do the opposite the next day. And I'll be like, bro, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Nigga, you're not listening. Like, what did I do? <laughs> they're it's just, not they're me. their own people. Yes. Like, at a yes. young age. Now, don't get me wrong. You can shape certain <clears throat> things and not allow them to experience certain things. But at the end of the day, they're their own person. Yeah. And that's the And that, I think, the quicker I think parents begin to accept that, they allow to not beat themselves up too much. And they kind of. Say, okay, this is who you are. Let's make this be the safest you. Unless <laughs> if you're one of those people that yeah. like to experiment or you one of them wild kids or you let let let's make this the safest as we possibly can. Yeah. This is who you are. This is who you're gonna be. Yeah. It's so hard. I know. I can't do this. <laughs> it just got me to thinking like my son was like, Mom, can you take me to the store? And I'm like, Why? He's like, I had to give my Valentine's Day something. And I'm just thinking, like, you're eight, first Mm -hmm. of all. Who the fuck are you buying a gift for? He has a whole girlfriend Mm -hmm. at school. And I was just like, I mean, you don't need to have a girlfriend at eight. He was like, yes, I do. Like, I mean, I want to grow up and I want to have a family. And I want to have a family with her. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) why? (laughs) I mean... At least he he wants to have a family. But yeah, I mean, you gotta see the glass half full. But you, you can't help. But that's his personality. So Whatever. if that's his personality at this age, and you probably know that he's probably going to be dating, he's like you know some guys will like always have a girlfriend. Like you know those guys that mm-hmm. always have a girlfriend. He will probably be one of them guys. You just gotta accept it now. So now you have to at least teach him how to treat a woman, mm-hmm. to be respectful, to be because this is who he is. He gonna date whether you are in agreement with it or not. <laughs> Period. So you got to at least teach him how to be a responsible, respectful boyfriend. But he's always getting in trouble. I'm like, does she say anything to you about, you know, you always getting in trouble, you always (laughs) getting in fights? He's like, I mean, I got to be strong. (laughs) I'm like, bro, you can be strong without fighting people. But that's how you would then say, like, you need to make sure when you get a girlfriend that she wants good, the best for you. And if she is saying you should fight and if she is like, pushing this on you then maybe you should date a girl that and then that's when you kind of have to take control of that like you should date a girl that is telling you like you need to do good in school you Mm -hmm. need to not focus on fighting you know because 
it may be her. She may be the one like neck I mean, and butt, you know? <laughs> he neck said, and butt. he was like, I mean, she bad too. Oh, like, Lord. <laughs> All right. Bonnie and Clyde. Amelia, whatever her name is. <laughs> My godson, he was like, Bibi, I got a girlfriend. I said, no, you have a friend who's a girl. He said, no, I have a girlfriend. I said, so what y'all be doing? He said, she lay on me. I said, why Why are y'all laying on each other in school? How old is he? He's six. Oh, no. gosh. He said, no, we be standing in the lunch line and she just lays on me. And I said, what else y'all be doing? He moved his little hands to show the little heart, to make a little heart. He said, that's what she does. She looks at me and she does this. I said, what do you do? He said, I, he said, I do it back. I said, do you love her? He said, no. I said, then why you doing it? <laughs> Don't be a liar. Don't be a nigga like that. Like, <laughs> like don't do not do that. He's just laughing. I'm like, Lord. But see, I wish I had those experiences, like, when it comes to dating. Not maybe at that young of an age. Because yeah. I always say, like, my first dating experience, I was an adult. And I feel like if I had it when I was maybe younger, I could have went through some of those mm-hmm. issues at a younger age. Yeah. And I it could have helped me versus me going through puppy love at fucking 21. Yeah. And I should have had my heart broken at 15, 16. So, I yeah. mean, I don't know. Just got to make the most out of whatever situation you're given. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, switching gears here. We was having another interesting conversation before we recorded. I promise all the good stuff y'all will never hear. <laughs> so, Unfortunately. <laughs> how do you feel like you market yourself on social media? This conversation kind of started <laughs> with Darian. <laughs> I don't know how I market myself. I might need somebody to tell me because all I do is post about my kids and I feel like I'm boring on social media. Mm -hmm. I'm very boring. I said I just feel like you're at home a lot and you go out. Like I think in the kids, like that's Mm -hmm. really it. Mm -hmm. That's boring. (laughs) I mean, you go out. That ain't boring. I mean, I don't go out as much as I used to, but. Right. Yeah, because I was working in the club a lot too, so I was literally always out. But now I'm just. Can yeah. we talk a little ba- about the backstory? Like there was a if she wants to, there was like a <laughs> there was a guy um, who's like who's like he always is posting about. This is how the conversation originated, okay? So there's a guy, and he's always posting about, like, he's at work or he's, like, with his kids or whatever, and now he's in a place where he's ready to date. Mm-hmm. And um, I had made a comment, like, you know, he's always posting that he's at the job and he's with his kids, and he wants to, like, probably get with, like, some little young bad chicks. And, like, that's not his demographic, <laughs> At this time and point because of how he's marketed himself. Yeah. You want to get you a little 21-year-old bad chick, you know, off of Instagram. They don't care that you go to work and you're with your kid. <laughs> you know, they want to see you in the section popping bottles. They want to see you um, at the strip club throwing some money. They want to see you going to Jay Alexander on a soft Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they want to see. I was like, and I... And I think a lot of times with men, they don't realize when they have passed certain phases in their lives and they need to date according to that phase, you know, or that stage in their life. You know, homeboy need to get him, like, instead of trying to get a nice 21-year-old that's a 10 that got (laughs) 34-inch weed on their back, (laughs) they need to go get, you know, they need to go get, you know... Charlotte, that's like, 
you know, she's 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 thirty one. You know, she's thirty one, and she goes to bed every night at nine thirty because she has to be up at six, um, so she can say her prayers and make it to work by eight. And you know that that's who you need to go after. And mm-hmm. we were talking about then we started talking about marketing, and then I shared that like I had to stop how I was marketing myself on social media because like. You know, I would be kicking it out. People would ask me, like, do I even work? Because like, I never posted about being at work. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, do you even have a job? Do you what do you do? Because you're you only post. I'm like, I only post what I want people to see. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I do have a job. Like, I have a career. Like, I'm actually educated. Like, you know, I actually cook my ass off. Yeah. And then I had a guy friend tell me, like, you know, well, I was like, why do I keep on getting these guys that, like, I shouldn't be attracting? And I was like, well, Lynn, like. You out in Diamond Brawls uh, <laughs> at the strip club in Cali. Like, you're not really screaming, wife me. <laughs> you know? Damn. Like, we don't, you know, we don't even know if you can read or write. You know? <laughs> well, you know you can read or write. You know? We just know that you, you hefty up top and... <laughs> And you like dark liquor. That's what we know. <laughs> oh, my God. So I had to, like, I had to chill out. Yeah. yeah. I had to chill out because that is a part of me. But that's a small part of me. I can't cook my ass off. Yeah. I do have a job. I do have a 401k. I do have an education. I do have my own shit. But when people see just this little glimpse on you, that's they all they make say. It up in yeah. That's who you are. But then my thing is, if you're not necessarily looking to date or meet somebody off of Instagram, why does it matter what you post? And then that's what I said, too. I said... I don't, that's, I had made a post, like, I don't give a fuck what none of y'all motherfuckers think. My <laughs> husband ain't on my heart. If he is, he like, because, but then at the same time, you don't want to be perceived as something, I guess, as one way. Like, I never mm-hmm. want to be perceived as that, because then that's what people take you for. But does it really matter? Not really, because yeah. I know, I know me, and people who are close to me know that there is more to land than a diamond brawl and crown apple so much more and cali i want somebody to look at our pages and tell us what y'all get from our social media yeah yeah that I would really be good want enough it. yeah somebody that probably like, i think what everybody thinks is probably the furthest from the truth with each one of us um yes i i definitely feel like there should be some mystery Yes. Like, yes. I don't want to know Everything. your entire life through your social media. I don't want to know where you live. I don't care to know exactly where you work. I, Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I, I feel like some people just post so freely mm-hmm. um, on their social media, and I think that within itself can be a little dicey. Yeah. It's a kind of a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's for a guy, for, like, as a woman, it's definitely a turnoff if I know if a guy posts every single thing it's almost like you don't got no friends yeah you can't tell this to somebody like i get it some things you like to share you're excited it's dope but like as some things is like are you really this excited to eat this mac and cheese like i don't know because i may post mac and cheese because i do be excited as fuck but it's like (laughs) you know like some things like i don't want to feel like i'm your diary i don't want to feel like i know what you ate i know what you slept what you sleep in. I know what car you drive. I know where you work at. I know, like, I know so much about you. Like, it, it's a, a little slope. mystery. Yeah. I think it's interesting when you don't really know too much. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people like me because I always be like, why do people like me? And they just be like, it's just this, this 
outside of you. I just, you know, mm-hmm. they don't know, but they think they can no. get in there. And I'm right. like, but. it's like you got to give just enough. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So, what kind of men do we think we attract based off our social media? Just throwing that out there. Just came to mind. Mm. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't shit, niggas. Corny. Corny <laughs> niggas. Corny. Yes. I probably attract them. I just or a lot of dads. <laughs> you attract dads? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. I attract people that are looking for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much more than a good time. I, people be like, you're just so free. So I love them. Like, no. Like, I'm free-spirited, but trust me, I ain't that free. Yeah. I attract people that like to party. I attract people that, like, ain't shit. Like, yeah. people in my imp, like, when I get DMs, it's from people that, like... I get ain't shit people, too. Maybe it's because it, they think that I'm boring and they can just walk all over me. Mm-hmm. Or because I post a lot of emotional shit, too. That could be a trigger, yeah. Mm. I think I attract ain't shit people because they think, like, oh, we can be ain't shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not. <laughs> I and attract I- a lot of exes. <laughs> <laughs> the exes be coming back. Like, go away. Mm. I don't even know you, Billy. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I attract guys who think they want to change their energy because mm-hmm. I'm so positive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're like, ooh, she might be a change. She may be something good for me. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like I think people can't feel like they can't be themselves. Like, I think I give this whole, like, I'm so put together, I'm so prim, I'm so proper mm-hmm. based off my social media, and people don't even want to curse around me. Mm. And it's like, yo, I have a cursing problem. Like, yeah, yeah. don't be that. Yeah, yeah, that's, I that's feel, funny. Yeah, I feel like people think that they have to be a certain kind of way around me, and it's like I just want you to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you guys should definitely DM us and let us know what you think. Um, we give off by what we post. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of social media, um. I know you guys heard the voicemail. A a girl gave a guy her number, mm-hmm. and she did not respond. So he sent her this voicemail telling her she was whack, and he could get any girl that he wanted. And it was just crazy. While we're sitting here talking about it, I'm going to see if I can find it and play it. Yeah. He was saying something like, why would you give me your number if you're not going to respond to my text messages? With your little Marshall's job. <laughs> like, he was just dogging her. Like, but it made, it was so corny because it's like, you went out your way to holler at me, obviously, and you're salty that I didn't, like, give you the play that you were expected. And now I'm ta- now you're telling me I'm not that cute. I don't have a career. Um, talking about how I decide to wear my hair and my makeup. So what does that really say about you? Because you, you went out your way to holler at me. Like... How I was only a six, but that's why women don't even want to give their number to men sometimes because this is the type of shit we got to deal with. It's a lot more corny men out here than it is real ones or lames, I should say, than it is real ones. My thing is, what if she just ain't get a chance to call you back? Bruh. Now you done went off on the deep end. What if she lost her phone? Like, it's so many things that. <laughs> I never responded back. Um, if you didn't want me to have your number, why did you give it to me? That was kind of like dumb as hell. You seem like you're one of these 
little young, dumb-minded brides. You got your little rinky-dink minimum wage job at Marshall's, and you think you the bomb and ain't even a firecracker wearing wigs like you some 90-year-old lady with no hair. I mean, I thought you had a nice face and body, but beyond that, there's so many chicks in San Diego with that, and I got plenty of them, so... I'm not about to be chasing you around. I mean, unless you're mentally retarded or something. Normally when somebody calls or texts you that you gave your number, you respond back. So I guess you're too retarded to realize that. So I'm going to just go ahead and delete your number. <laughs> he sounds like something. Not what he's saying, but his voice. A voice out. Who he sounds like. Who he sounds like. I ain't going to say their name. All right. <laughs> My thing is, is like you said, you you asked for my number, and I could have I could have been busy. I could have been closing at my Marshall's job. I'm just saying, like, why why I gotta be all that? It is too. That would be like I love when people show their true colors like that because yeah. it's like, thank you. Yeah, like you are so pressed, and this is why you don't have a girl. Yeah, because no one in their right mind is gonna deal with no crazy ass shit like that. Right. Like, and that's how you would be in a relationship, I'm sure. Like, yeah. the way you talk to her, yes. as soon as something don't go your way, that's how you're going to speak to her. Uh, that was real corny. Don't yeah. be corny, guys. Please don't be corny. Darius <laughs> looking like, I would have cussed him out. Okay? Come on, I'm going to delete your number. Please do, motherfucker. Please do. <laughs> Thank you. Like, you're not hurting my feelings, bro. Like, Okay. Wait, Darielle just posted, just tagged me in this. This is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Now my mind is like, my, huh? I don't like stuff like this because I be feeling like, I don't So chilly, Darielle just uh, tagged me in this. And I, as y'all know earlier in the show, me and Darielle was talking about how, you know, we do anything for soulmates and they real. So chilly. Um, posted from our soul, yeah, from TLC. Posted our souls are so in love, but our humans keep getting in the way. And she tagged Usher, mm-hmm. bro, mind fucking blown. <laughs> it's been like two decades, a decade since they've been together, and Mm-mm. I don't want to soulmate because it, I'd be damned if I'm thinking about a nigga <laughs> that I had in 2000 and fucking 19, in 2029. <laughs> Or 34, 2000, because it's been a while. She really yeah. did. That's like really her yes. Twitter. She or just whatever. posted it. I'm sick. Like, I'm sick, sick. I don't like stuff like that. Because it makes me feel like I'll never get away from people that, <laughs> you know, like, I don't yeah. like stuff like that. It's deep. That soulmate shit is deep. The one that got away. Look, I don't now- have time for it. Like now, I'm like, when did Chili and Usher like? So she still like him. Like that's still her her soulmate. Confessions her came out in 2004, so they broke up in probably 2004. Yes, 15 years later, bro. <laughs> he done got married, had two kids, got married, he got again. married twice, got married again, had herpes, <laughs> had herpes. <laughs> Apparently, I bet she, I guess I bet her personality type is all right. <laughs> Strap up, baby. That's right. it. <laughs> but she had that whole checklist. You remember she was on that show? She had the show. But that's probably because she knew who her soulmate was, and mm. she just was like, I'm just... So she was probably hurt when he got married. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I don't got that to do. I don't actually. I changed my mind. I don't want to meet my soulmate. <laughs> Keep your raggedy ass away from me, <laughs> you raggedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Keep away from me, because I don't want to experience. I don't want to be thinking about you. Fifteen years later, uh, two marriages later, three kids later, herpes. I don't want to be thinking about you. Has she even? I mean, I'm sure she's dated and not just publicly. No, but yeah. 15 years (laughs) she should have been married but like Chili take the personality test and upload your results (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure I ain't you if I look (laughs) (laughs) yo I'm not nope nah I can't go somebody would have liked my flame real quick (laughs) that's depressing that's what I said like that low key like Ruin my day, period. <laughs> Is that our feature? No. <laughs> Is she tagged him? Yes. She, she untagged him. him. Post and delete. Wow. I So she untagged him. But That's weren't wild. they on a date before he got with the, the this most recent wife? Mm-hmm. Like after he broke up with the The first one. The first one. Y'all, and her caption says, consider, your, she said, dumb humans, hashtag soulmates, super rare to find one, but consider yourself lucky if you haven't. Take me out the game, coach. <laughs> she said that it's very lucky if you haven't met your soulmate. So we don't end up with our soulmates. I don't want to. I'm assuming. No, you don't, and I don't even want to meet no more. <laughs> It's too much of an emotional roller coaster. That just fucked up. That's don't, true. It is. Because like I, I said, don't. I felt like I had met my soulmate. And I don't want to need that, though. Like, I will not settle down with anybody if I don't feel like they're the one. And that's, like, my fucking result said, it's a fantasy. Like, and that is a problem. So, I wonder if the girl that did the tweet like do you feel like your husband is the one or it just no. made sense she said no. that she could she could marry she's she, she doesn't care about that shit that's she, what she yeah said. she said she doesn't care about it and she said that she has met men to this day that she could have married and that she could have been just as happy with as her husband but it made sense but that's just who she met at that time they were both on the same the same thing like you know what I'm saying like they were both on the same wavelength and that's who she just ha- happened to meet first and they got married and, and she said and she says she's happy she's not madly loving them she he doesn't complete her she he doesn't like light her soul on fire there's other tweets that she's mentioned like 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 they could have like an open relationship like at one point in time and then like she said I could see that she's like because like there's certain things that I like to do that he doesn't like to do okay y'all now I'm not taking it that far, okay? You're probably not that extreme, but it, you're probably somewhere on the spectrum. But she was like, she's like, because there's certain things, like, as we get older and we get done raising our son, so I could see, like, us being in an open relationship or having other companions to do certain things. Which she's like, because like, I love to travel. He doesn't like to travel. So then that's when, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's when I would have another companion to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. He likes to do this. I don't like to do that. So he would have a companion to do X, Y, and Z. Because she's not madly in love with him, so she probably doesn't have a sense of jealousy or insecurity mm-hmm. there. So can I be madly in love with somebody and not be emotional about it? Probably no. not. Because see, if my man 
the the people that we are, if my man likes to try, my man likes to go scuba dive. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do it because I want to be with him. Like you yes. know what I'm saying? What? It's I crazy. So like whatever he wants to do, like I become. Yeah, I like that I'm too. With you. It ain't going to be no, oh, you like to travel, oh, you like to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not with you. Like, no, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, here we are. I'm doing I think it. I'm just looking crazy because you're giving me extreme examples. <laughs> like, when you real. are one of us, you end up in extreme <laughs> cases. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, but it's so real. Like, yeah. But that's that madly in love. And, like, I if I was in a relationship and I wasn't madly in love with you, my biggest fear would be... Finding someone that I was madly in love with while I'm with you and leaving you for this person or having this lifelong affair with this person that I'm madly in love with. Yeah. That's just so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, can you be madly in love with multiple people? Not at not at the same time. Yeah. But, I like, so. in different phases. In different phases mm -hmm. of your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> I think you mm -hmm. can be. I've, I've been definitely love more than one person. I've mm -hmm. been madly in love with one person. Mm. Oh, I've been madly in love with a couple people. Mm -hmm. I will say two people for me. Mm -hmm. And that was so draining. I don't, I don't, damn, I don't want to. Mm -mm. See? Chili said, if you haven't <laughs> met your soulmate, you are lucky and run. Don't. Next time I meet someone that I feel like could be my son, I'm like, bro, I ain't even on that shit. Like, give me that old regular degular that we get along. We don't argue much. We don't because when you are dealing with someone that is your soulmate, it's it can be scary if you are not on the same level <laughs> or if your soulmate happens to be toxic. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to be, like, just in love with somebody because... I've been madly in love, mm -hmm. and that was draining. And then it was like, eh, I mean, I love you. But it was draining because y'all weren't on the same wavelength. I think that's what, now I want to be madly in love with someone, and we're on the same, same. wavelength. Like, I want my soulmate to be on the same wavelength, because I feel like if we were, like, on the same wavelength, then it would have been, like, perfect. It would have been, like, that ideal love that you see, like, I feel like, you know, like, that that love, that fairy tale love, when you see two people and you automatically know, like, you can just feel their love for each other. Like, I feel like that's what it would be like. And yeah. I want someone, I want to feel it, and I want other people to feel it. But you come across some couples and you'd be like, do they even have sex? Like, you know, like, you're like, they look so dry. Like, do they even know each other? Yeah. <sighs> Years. I ain't seen Chili had another nigga since. Like, Chili stopped making fucking music. Like, I don't want to like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't make dating shows. Like, I think, yeah. Damn. I think you might end up with somebody that you strongly like. And that's good. It might be love, but it ain't gonna be like over the hills, roses, and cupcakes type of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like that's why, because I'd be like, Brandy, you've been in a lot of relationships. Like, you know, like, and as I've gotten older, like, I could be single. I'll fuck around and be single until I find someone that lights my soul on fire. That can take years. That's why I don't be opening up to these niggas. Because I'm like, I don't like you enough. Like, I already know from There's the beginning. There's nothing there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm not one of those people that will be like, well, you spend money on me. You're attractive. You're tall. Da -da -da. We can be together. Yeah, no. If I don't feel that that it that has to feeling. be instant too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's how I I used to be like, oh my gosh, I'm single. I'm single. I'm like, well, you haven't met someone that has just like knocked your socks off. So yeah, I'm gonna be single until I find somebody that just does that for me. I've been in three and a half. Three and a half relationships. I'm trying to think. I was in love, madly in love, and loved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just deep. It's really deep, and it's a per- and it come and it boils down to a personality. That's what I think. A I personality. Type. And like now, like that was my new like realization that because I was like, man, I want to be. Cause there, remember I told y'all like I was gonna go out of town see that guy and I was gonna make it work. I was telling my homegirls like I'm about to be thirty. Like I know he'll marry me in like nine months, so I'm about to like fuck it. I'm gonna force it. <laughs> you know, like I was telling my homegirl like I was about I to be thirty. I'm like I'm just gonna do this because financially good, we're good. You know what I'm saying? Like he's intelligent, not physically attracted to him, but that don't really mean much. But like it made sense. Like I would live a good quote-unquote, happy life. I would be happy because I would have all the things that you need to be happy. Like, it would be stability. It would be, like, all that he treated me good. But you really wouldn't be happy. But But I really wouldn't wouldn't have been happy. happy. But I I tried to force myself to do it, and as soon as I was with him, I I went out of town. I was like, no. I tried to psych myself up to it, but it's a personality trait. And now I'm trying to figure out how the fuck do you change personality. Now that's my new thing. Girl... (laughs) But I don't think you can. Mm-mm. You can't. Because some men or some women are like, I just need my man to be a provider, treat me good, and be a good father. And I'm like, I wish it was that simple. That's cool, but like, I'll teach you how to be I'm a good parent. <laughs> I'm going to make my list and I'm going to see what are my like hard yeses. Yeah, we all should make a list. And, and yes, we yeah, should we come should. back with when the we list. do our next show, and because I want to read some more of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm sad. It's depressing as fuck. <laughs> it's disappointing, only because I wish I was different, personality wise. I'm just trying to figure out, like, can I get the fire that I want, the physical connection that I want. But how many times have I you think, experienced a fire? I think the fire you want is everybody mean everything on your list. Mm-hmm. That will make you happy. Because mm-hmm. you have like a list. Whereas like, I feel like my list is like ever changing because I don't need it if you give me that fire. So it's all like, you know, like okay, the higher connection sense. I have with someone, the less attractive they have to be and the mm-hmm. less money they have to have and the less education they have to be. If my connection is on 10, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I have to make be conscious and make sure I don't even allow myself to entertain certain people because a lot of shit goes out the window when I have a high connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that maybe you're a felon or you're a, <laughs> you know, like that shit doesn't even fucking matter. Because you're my soulmate. And it's not logical. It's emotionally driven. It's mm-hmm. not a logical driven like relationship or mm-hmm. scenario, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there you ever meet someone you be like, This person's terrible for me. They don't meet anything off my list, but I have this crazy high connection. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I went in London and I met this guy and I thought he was my soulmate. And he was like, 
a scammer. But I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm just giving it all. I'm giving out crazy timelines because I just said geographical. Hopefully, this is the end of the show and no one's everyone stop fucking listening. But like, and I'm like. It's okay because, like, I can write a business plan. Mind his mother to live in London. I'm like, I can write him a business plan. I can teach him how to make all of his money what? legal. Like, and he had, like, four kids on top of that. And I, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but I was instantly connected to him. We're going to yeah. title the show, He's a Scammer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like. Yeah. No, that's real. So, I'm, and in my mind, I'm coming up with ways to make it make sense. Because. I don't give a fuck about anything else but the fact that you're my soulmate. Exactly. And everything else, I'll get a solution to. I don't... Yeah. I think what, what makes it hard for me to wrap my mind around this is because I wasn't always like this. And I don't think I realized that this is the place where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like, the situation Kanata gave. The guy told me something that I knew mm-hmm. was a hard no for me. And I haven't talked to him since. I don't really have any much hard no's when you're my soulmate. Damn. Because if, if I felt like you were my soulmate and you told me something like... That would be a hard no. You could change it. I could change it. And in see, my mind. I have some things that I'm like, I'm not going for that. Blah, blah, blah. But if I meet somebody that I feel like we connect, mm-hmm. I will overlook it. Yes. There's times where I've overlooked a lot of shit. Because it's emotional. It's not logical. We are not logical. When it comes to love, there is no logistics for us. Yeah. I'm not logical anything. I mean, I life. knew I wasn't. <laughs> I knew I wasn't shit. an emotional person. I'm not a person that moves off of emotion, but I didn't never... I never really like Realize dug how black this and white. deep into it when mm-hmm. it comes to like relationships partners and relationships mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew I wasn't emotional when it came to arguing. Like I'm not an emotional arguer. I'll say some shit out of logic and then you'd be pissed off at me. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I feel like we've opened up and now we just have to realize how to live our best lives with our personality types without it being self-destructing. Listen, God, please change mine. I don't <laughs> like Listen, I don't want to be a mediator. I'm always in the middle. I'm so indecisive. Do you know how fucking frustrating that is to always never mm. know which way to go? I know. I'm indecisive, too. I'm Libra, like, so I'm very... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm very emotional. And then it breaks it down, like... Parent, being a parent, how mm. it is with your relationships and in your work life, I'm like, Damn. it was telling us some truths. Yeah. Damn it, Lynn. I'm sorry, y'all. If I got to experience <laughs> it, y'all got to experience it too. Like 16personalities.com, I think, is the yes. 16personalitiestest.com. Um, it's 16 personalities. Okay, 16 personalities. Um, the number one, the number six, personalities.com. Take the test, y'all. Figure it out. Yes. It's deep. I am very, and you know me, I'm very emotional. So right now I'm on a roller coaster right now. <laughs> I just sent it to, I sent it to Ashley, of course, because I want to see her. Her and Kanata was taking it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I sent it to Kanata. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to make our list. And when we come back on the next show, we're going to talk about. Which will be two weeks from now. We won't have yes, one two weeks. Week. We won't have a show. Because yeah. all of us will be out of town. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Bye. See you when we see you. Bye.